Experienced mountaineers take short steps. From ground level, the steps look small. But experienced mountaineers know that you have to take short steps if you're going to ascend high mountains. Inexperienced hikers, on the other hand, take long steps and are in a hurry. And after a short while, they stop, totally exhausted, unable to go on. When thick mists or clouds or bad weather come, experienced mountaineers stop and camp and stay in camp until the weather clears. Inexperienced hikers, conversely, are impatient. They want to press on right through it, come hell or high water, usually to be overcome by hell and high water. Inexperienced hikers are like a character in a John Foles short story. He wanted Everest in a day. If it took him two, he lost interest. Do we really want to grow in Christian virtue? Do we really want to make an impact on the world today for God? Do we really want to make a difference for Jesus? Then we need to learn the short steps of an experienced mountaineer. We need to learn how to camp for days, weeks, sometimes years in spiritual fog and darkness and emptiness. Where can we find someone to help us in our life's climb? Jeremiah, of course. The word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. Have you been noticing over the weeks here how many times the Jeremiah's prophecy starts this way? Devar asher hayah el yermiyahu, the word that came to Jeremiah. This time, though, the word comes with a date. The fourth year of the reign of King Jehoiakim. Now, the fourth year of the reign of King Jehoiakim is 605 B.C. That's a significant year in history. That's the year that Babylon defeated the combined forces of Assyria and Egypt at the Battle of Carchemish. That's the first year of King Babylon, of King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. That year, the geopolitical uh, waves and tide changed dramatically. That's why Jeremiah preached to the people all the more forcefully, the die is cast, Babylon is coming, led by the hand of the Lord. Then Jeremiah said, for 23 years, from the 13th year of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, to this day, the word of the Lord has come to me, and I have spoken. Ash came persistently to you, but you have not listened. Who of us would do something for 23 years not seeing any results? A person who does that, we either deem that they are crazy or dedicated beyond belief. 
Mark Twain once said that the difference between the right word and the almost right word is the difference between lightning and a lightning bug. Jeremiah chose the right word. Here in the 25th chapter of his prophecy, right smack in the middle of his prophecy, he uses the word ashkem, which in the English language is usually translated persistently. Eleven times Jeremiah uses that word ashkem, persistently, steadfastly, stubbornly, resolutely, assiduously, um, relentlessly. But Ashkem also comes with a picture. Ashkem is from the same Hebrew word as the word Shechem, which we know is a place in Israel. Shechem is where the caves of Machpelah were, where Abraham and Sarah and later on the bones of Joseph were buried. Shechem is that holy city between Mount Ebal and Mount Gerizim when they would shout praises to the Lord back and forth, antiphonally that way. But Shechem is actually a noun in Hebrew that means shoulder. Now, Shechem, as words do, evolved over the years and came to be uh, a word to describe someone who puts their provisions on the shoulder of a donkey for a day's journey. So Shechem became from a noun to a verb, meaning load the shoulders of a donkey for a day's journey. Now, if you live in hot Israel... You want to get going on your journey before the sun rises, to get in as many miles as you can before the heat of the day fatigues you. And so quite often people get up before the dawn, load the shoulders of the donkey, and head out on their journey. So Ashkem came to mean a person who gets up early to tackle the tough duty of the day's work. Let me say that again. Ashkem came to mean a person who gets up early to work the hard work of the day. You see, Ashkem is key to understanding Jeremiah. For 23 years, the word came to the, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, and he spoke it persistently. For 23 years. Three years, Jeremiah got up early in the morning to prepare for work. For 23 years, Jeremiah got up early to listen for the word of God. For 23 years, Jeremiah went out to preach the harsh word that God had sent but they would not listen. For 23 years, Jeremiah was mocked, ridiculed, and imprisoned. He wrestled with bouts of discouragement. Who wouldn't? He struggled with despair and wanted to quit. Again, who wouldn't? You know, why continue on? Why not just relent to the mediocrity of the day? Why bother? But Ashkem also comes with a sunrise, doesn't it? 
the people would get up early before the sunrise to set out on their journey. Jeremiah got up early before the sunrise anticipating the word of God. Jeremiah most surely knew Psalm 108. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing and make melody with all my being. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. Jeremiah, for 23 years, got up with hope and joy and delight. My heart is ready. Carpe diem. Seize the day. That's Ashkem. That's persistence. That's Jeremiah. In 1980, Rosie Ruiz won the prestigious Boston Marathon. When she crossed the finish line, a laurel wreath was put on her head amid bright lights and cameras. She'd accomplished a great feat, winner of the Boston Marathon. But soon questions arose. No one had seen her at the 10-mile mark or the 15-mile mark or the 20 or 25-mile mark of this 26.2-mile race. And then the truth came out. Rosie Ruiz started running the marathon and disappeared into the crowds, only to show up a little over a mile from the finish line. It's easy to be a Rosie Ruiz. It's easy for us, I mean, we all want to win the race, and it's easy for us to arrange our lives cleverly, though, not to run the race. People appear in church on Sunday, you know, wreathed with smiles, ready to celebrate, but there's no devotion. They do not run the Christian race. They don't trust God in times of trouble. They don't believe in Jesus in times of loneliness and hatred and anger. We must learn to run the race. The Christian race is like climbing a mountain. We need to learn the short steps of experienced mountaineers. We need to learn how to camp uh, for days, weeks, sometimes years in spiritual fog and darkness and emptiness. We need to learn how to rise every morning to listen for our Lord. We need to learn how to run a marathon, even if it takes 23 years. I think you probably know someone in your life at one time who was in the same job or in the same profession and lived in the same place their entire lives but were slowly diminished in the process. So they were persistent in that they did the same thing again and again, but we don't admire them that much because... We mostly feel sorry for them being stuck in a rut. But we don't feel sorry for Jeremiah. He was not stuck 
in a rut. Jeremiah was committed to a purpose. My heart is ready, he says. Jeremiah got up each day with joy and delight. Jeremiah was ready to hear the word of the Lord. Jeremiah rose each morning more alive and more resilient than ever before. Because Jeremiah knew the one thing needful. Listening to the word of God and feeding on God's gospel gifts. Jeremiah said in Lamentations, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Doesn't sound like much of a lament, does it? You see, Jeremiah persisted toward God because God persisted toward Jeremiah. You have neither listened nor inclined your ear to hear, although the Lord persistently, Ashkem, sent to you all his servants, the prophets. As God persistently pursued his people, so God has persistently pursued you. God never gives up on you. He calls to you again and again, come to me in repentance and I will forgive your sins. God has sent us the greatest servant and prophet of all, Jesus. Jesus said, I have come not to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. Jesus persistently walked the path to the cross, knowing the pain and suffering he would endure. He said, I must go to Jerusalem and there suffer and die for the sins of my people. God never gives up on you because Jesus never gives up on you, persistently fulfilling the plan of salvation. And having that knowledge enables us to persist as well. It gives us the faith and the courage to get up every morning with joy and delight. My heart is ready. Walter Payton ran for the Chicago Bears for 13 years. He amassed 16,726 yards for the Chicago Bears. That's over nine miles. What makes it even more spectacular is he did that getting knocked down every 4.6 yards. That means he got up again 3,636 times. Jeremiah got knocked down. Last week, Pasher, the security guard at the temple, had him jailed and locked in stocks. Didn't stop Jeremiah from preaching God's word. Jehoiakim took the scroll that Jeremiah read, sliced it up, and burned it. Jeremiah went and wrote another one. King Zedekiah threw Jeremiah in a waterless pit, hoping the mud would suck him under. It didn't. 
Jeremiah kept proclaiming God's word. We get knocked down in our lives as well. But God gives us the strength and courage to get up and do it all over again. You see, the mark of success is the ability and the energy to return to the task relentlessly, creatively, imaginatively for life. Never give up, never depart, never divert from the path. St. Augustine wrote 15 commentaries on the book of Genesis, believing he had not plumbed the depth of the first book of the Bible. Beethoven wrote 16 string quartets, not being satisfied with the one he had just finished. Someone once said that a great lover is not the one who loves many, but the one who loves one woman or one man many times over a lifetime. Never give up. Returning again and again to the same thing. But with God it's never the same. For each day is resplendent with dazzling creativity. As for Jeremiah, for 23 years... The word of the Lord came to me, and I have spoken persistently. There is only one thing that is needful. Jeremiah knew it, and we know it as well. Listening to the word of God and living his gospel promises. And there's this day to do it. So, do it. And then do it again. And again, persistently, not mindlessly, but with all the exuberance of an encore. Ashkane, persistence. Amen.